welcome back to our discussion about Game of Thrones. We've been gone for a while. For a minute. It's supposed to be every Sunday, but the, the winter, the night is dark full of terrors here, man. Yes, it is. This shit gets complicated, all right? Sometimes days turn into a couple days, turn to a week, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes when you watch an episode of Game of Thrones, you have no choice but to watch the next episode of Game of Thrones. So it's kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? Like, so when me and Lando decided to do, of course we're going to wrap up episode four. We're just going to go through the rest of the season today. Try to finish up season one. Just try to recap it. Talk about our favorite scenes and stuff we like. Some of our favorite characters from season one. Just give the season an overall grade as a whole. Right? Because I feel like it's kind of drawing out just going through the episode category by category and stuff like that. Just, you know, point out the... I mean, the thing is, like, in season one, everything is kind of major. Not really any minor thing. I mean, even in Game of Thrones, just the episodes in general. It's kind of hard to just... Like, this, this really doesn't matter. But some stuff... Just matters a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you start to find out that most of like all the little stuff play a big part. Yeah, right. Down, down the road, and that's what's like. It's kind of like, hmm, hmm, you know. That's what's kind of kind of weird. But I'm pretty sure just just going through the season, we'll be able to pick up on everything and talk about some of the scenes. So you got a, a bunch of notes. Let's go through some of your notes real quick, Linda. Yeah. So starting with the, um, like you said, the the fourth episode. Which is titled Cripples, Bastards, and Broken Things. So this was a, a good episode for me because it kind of it kind of showed the beginning of the Stark and Lannister rivalry, a beef a little bit. You can tell when Tyrion goes back into town, and um, like I said, he gives Bran a saddle. He doesn't feel that warm embrace anymore. Yeah. And Rob, they kind of well, because they already think that he yeah. is the one. You know what I'm saying? Already think that he's the one. He's the one who pushed Bran and tried to get him killed with the. With, no, that didn't happen yet, did it? Well, no, that, yeah, that already happened. Yeah, that already, already happened. Yeah. They already thought about. You know what? I, we think the Lannisters had something to do with it. So he's getting this cold welcome back, and you can tell he's getting pissed off. So. Yeah, but he got the cooking. He was having a good little conversation with Rob. They had a nice little back and forth. Yeah, and he, he got the, he got the better of the back and forth. Yeah, and he got the better of Theon too. He, he really got the better of Theon, and and that was a pivotal part because he talked about you know kind of how. The Greyjoy Rebellion started when they burned ships at Lannisport. And, you know, Theon, you know, was kind of bragging about it. And he was like, well, it's not nothing to brag for. We tore down. Sorry what happened to your people. And he was like, you know, we was out number five to one. He's like, well, that's a stupid rebellion. <laughs> that's a, All right, so the, the Greyjoy Rebellion happened 15 years. So, like. So, 15. It, it's what happened 10 years. So, 15 years, that was that was the Robert's Rebellion. All right, so that happened 10 years ago from that where? That happened 10 years ago from where that go. So, all right. I got a question about Theon. How old was he when he got taken as the war? He was about seven years old. Okay, why does he have so much, like, ironborn will instilled in him? Like, he, it's like, he's almost like like, like Vegeta. Like, he's a pure blooded Saiyan or some shit. That's the thing. For the time Vegeta was a little kid. That will just put into it the iron price. But it's like, but he, but think. but that's the thing. Vegeta, <laughs> that's, and, that's how, and that's how Vegeta was as a kid. But I'm saying like Vegeta was still raised as a Saiyan, and I was around at least three other Saiyans growing up. Theon has been around Starks down there since his whole life. Since he, was, since he was seven, but you can you can tell that Theon probably had a close relationship with his older brothers who got killed, and. You can just tell the Iron Isles, even when Theon went there, you know, we talk about that, you know, later on season. 
That is a tough place. It's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to forget that. It's real ruthless there, mm-hmm. and you can you can tell they they're very prideful people, and for the way they they bolster themselves. But yeah, he definitely has been around Starks, and that's kind of that kind of that's why some people can kind of I hate Dion, but some people kind of tailor back and forth. No, I hate yeah. Dion for sure. I, I think Dion, Dion is sure. no is. doubt one of the worst characters. Yeah, I hate I hate Dion. Like, for it's sure. kind of and it's kind of weird because like in the later seasons they try to get you to root for the nigga, and I just never can. Yeah, it's like even yeah, it's like after I mean like Ramsey did some messed up stuff to him. You know what I'm saying? I can't really wait till we get to season shit. What four or five? So we start yeah. talking about Ramsey, but. He did some messed up stuff, but, I mean, it just felt so justified. I think it's kind of like the same thing with, like, not really with Santa, Because none of her stuff feel justified. Uh, I feel bad for Sansa. But it's just like, Theon, everything just feel like, like, yeah, it got it got too far. But it was like, no, nah, this is right in line with what probably should have happened. Once he cut off Sir Roderick's head, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm about done with doing But, <laughs> that, you know, so, like I said, the Greyjoy Rebellion, um, like I said, that was the Greyjoy's trying to rebel. Saying that King Robert didn't win them over. And pretty much King Robert marched all the ships over there and just really fucked shit up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he got kept uh, captive. And, you know, Tyrion kind of kind of joked about that a bit. And that kind of rubbed Dion uh, the wrong way. But, hey, Tyrion, Tyrion's right, right in that uh, engagement. And then so, in, like I said, in King's Landing, we got Ned. He's starting to ask a little bit more questions about John Aaron. And, uh, like I said, what, what, what was he talking about before he died? And... His last words was a seed is strong. Yeah, and so uh, this gets to another character I kind of, I really don't like. Grand Meister, Meister Pycelle, man. And it's like the whole time in season one, you know, you just think he's just some crotchety old man, but he's really like working for the Lannisters really badly. And it's almost like, why? Like, why are, like, why are you so indebted to these dudes like this? Yeah, it's just that he got plugged in with, uh, like you said, with, uh, with Tywin. And hey, man, he kind of helped helped them open up the gates and start the the killing of all the um, all the Targaryens and shit. So he plays a part. He is annoying though. He is so annoying. He's so annoying. He's like the most annoying. Like 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 between Varys and Littlefinger, it just Pycelle is like the worst. Like I really, as long as he lasted, I couldn't believe it. Like I thought someone would have been just got. Well, I thought Tyrion was gonna get rid of him. Yeah. And uh, in season. Too, I thought he was really gonna take care of the dude, but he didn't. He just he just had him locked away for a minute. He should took him down. Should took him out of there. And then also like the the one uh, John Aaron, uh, his squire, who uh, was became a knight, got killed at the tournament. Got killed pretty pretty brutally too by the mountain. Oh yeah, so let's talk about because I think this episode specifically was a good episode for like Sansa. This yeah, this is like one of her episodes where she's down in the capital. You know, she already kind of don't, you know, think the prince is not, you know, what princes usually are. So she's a little disappointed in that. And then she kind of gets a little disappointed in battles. You know what I'm saying? They're seeing a joust and it's just like, it's a lot more brutal than what she thought it was going to be. I think a lot of stuff, her 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 imagination of what is going on, is it just got messed up. Her worldview got changed by this situation. By yeah. a lot of stuff that happened. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely, um, like at least said, it's beginning. It's going eventually going to flip. 360, yeah. but it's like our 180. But right now, it's just like but shifting. That's always happens to kids who got really high hope and dreams about stuff. When they finally get there, you be damn. It's not all that I thought it was. It stank. It, it, it stank, man. Like it's almost like a kid going to see the point of something like that. So you be like, damn, my head hurt from the rides and <laughs> the long lines and shit like that. Like you start to see shit for what it really is. And she kind of found out the secret about the the hound and the mountain. 
and that kind of spooked her out a bit. Yeah. Um, he saw the fight with uh, Loris on the field where Loris beat the mountain. The oh, mountain. and also, we got introduced into to Renly. Oh, we, did, we already knew Renly. Yeah. But yeah. now it's like he got, him and Littlefinger kind of had their yeah, discussions. Yeah, kind of had, they, had, they had they back and back and forth. And you can finally see that, you know, Renly and uh, Loris, they have a relationship with each other. Yeah. Yeah, they're lovers. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, I forgot that we saw that in this episode. Yeah, we saw he that in this episode. He should be king. Yeah. And that's what Renly really thinks that he he would be a better king. Okay, so Renly, one has no rightful claim to the throne. Nor did Robert did. Nor I mean, no Robert did. No, I'm talking about like Robert before they took the rebuild and took took the throne. He, he really didn't have no no. Claim I, to I know, I'm saying. He, I mean, but yeah, once he took yeah, it, it, was he took it, yeah, it was his. It was his. Yeah, like really, it's a brother in between Robert and Renly. It's a brother that don't Dennis. that don't nobody like. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying, but still. Really, kind of is reaching high for the throne. He's he's reaching through a nigga to the throne. I mean, but we saw the dance of the dragons. If don't nobody want you as a king, you can duke it out, man. So why isn't Stannis in King Land, King's Landing? Because Stannis got exiled. Well, not really exiled, but he got punished for not killing Daenerys, and then we're not getting the Dragonstone in time to catch Daenerys and them. And so that's why uh, Robert Rathian sent him. To stay at Dragonstone, which is not a demotion, really. Because Dragonstone <laughs> is where the that, that is where the uh, Targaryens used to rule from. I kind of wish he was on the small council, though. I think things would be a lot different. Oh, if Stannis is yeah, on yeah. the small yeah, council, a lot different, a lot different, <laughs> yeah, a lot more effective, a lot hey, more effective. You probably wouldn't even need Ned there for real. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have. But Robert didn't love Stannis the way he, he loved Ned. He, he saw Ned as more of a closer brother. That he did Stannis. He did Stannis dirty too, man. Left him stand, starving and shit. Left dog. him starving. Stannis really held it down for him, but he grew up mostly with uh, with Ned in the area and shit like that. So they had a little closer relationship, mm-hmm. closer bond. But yeah, so back to the fight. Uh, yeah, I mean, different mountain from who's in the later seasons. Yeah, completely different actor. Completely different actor. <laughs> which I, I did like that they made the switch. Why? Because like the this mountain is the the real mountain like it's like the world's strongest man. Yeah, it's not a like dude that. just like a the tall nigga, tall dude, tall lanky dude and shit. He chopped the horse in half. And I remember the first time I seen, I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. So how was that cheating? What did Loris do that was cheating? He did nothing. He beat him. But he kind of like he kind of reflected, you know, like his, his armor kind of reflected the horse. So the horse got a little startled by it. And then uh, he hit him. But he, he won the he won fair square. He beat him. Yeah. Like that's jousting. Like you, you win, you lose. Do you think he would have taken down the hound right there? Uh, t- took him down the mountain. Yeah, I think he think he would have. No, I'm saying the hound with the mountain taking down the hound. No, I think the hound would have got him. On that. Ooh, yeah, I think the hound is more skillful than the mountain. Yeah, the mountain's stronger. Rage, but it looked like the hound was was giving it to him. But it looks like the mountain really don't care who he kills. <laughs> he just want to kill. He swung that sword hard before Robert. Stop, Stop this madness in the name of your king. That's yeah. probably one of my favorite lines. Robert, ha- he has some good lines, man. Robert that was man. a good actor. Who's the actor? Uh, I can look up his name, but yeah, look Robert. up the name. That was a he was a great actor, but yeah, that's why he's like my favorite character, man. I like I, said, I love Robert out there. All right, look it up. Can you continue the thing? You continue to uh, your summary. Uh, yeah, so like I said, Loris gets saves, and him and Renly they have their uh, they have their uh, kind of like their their one on one. Arya is running around. King's Landing, and she kind of hears uh, Varys plotting against Ned, and uh, she goes. She um, he sends his guard to look for her. She pops out from like you know under the dungeons, and she's like, "Yes, this fat guy is um, he's looking for you. He's, they're plotting against you. Uh, I, I don't know who he was. All I know is he's fat." So that's one of the scenes. Um, to speed things up, um, 
the one of the nice watchmen, I think his name is Jorah, he comes down and he visits Ned. And he kind of tells Ned what happened with Catelyn and um, Interior. And, uh, the interior mm-hmm. where she kind of pretty much got him uh, captive so like I said she, they see each other at like a, a crossroads kind of like a hotel spot food spot she sees him she uh, she goes to all the guys Mark Addy that's the Mark Addy the good actor um, she she sees everybody who's loyal to House Stark and she captures uh, Tyrion Lannister and that, and that kind of reaches uh, and, and so yeah so they did They he ended up getting Tyrion and uh, in a bar, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of caught him by surprise. Like, how do you think Tyrion felt at that moment? He kind of was confused. And that's the thing. Like, he was confused in the north when Rob was coming down that way. Yeah. And he was really confused when Catelyn Stark was coming. He had no idea that they thought that, that he did it. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, yeah, he definitely was shocked and confused. And probably thought he wasn't going to be able to get his way, way out of that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the episode, we got introduced to Sam. Sam Samuel Tarley. Tarley, like you say, he's um he's a brother of the Night's Watch. Brother of the Night's Watch. He's from House Tarley. We won't pick on Sam anymore. And yeah, that's the thing. They're trying to bully Sam, and and John kind of st- steps in. I'm not gonna lie, to, Alex Thorne had a point. We can't baby this nigga. Like, if, if we got if y'all got to go out and be Rangers, they're not gonna baby the nigga. The Wildlands gonna try to chop his head off. He got a lot of fight. I do understand. I understand where he was coming from, but. And I, I kind of had this at another, you know, offset. I, I kind of had this talk with somebody else the other day. You can't manage everybody the same. Sam Strength is not fighting. Not everybody's strength is fighting. Yeah. You know what Sam Strength is? It's books. It's smarts. But the thing is. He doesn't even protect. I get it. No, it's but cool. the thing is, is the Night's Watch is like, if it was already known, okay, Sam, you're going to be a maester. Then, all right, go ahead, be in your books. But when you get there. You got to be able to pick up a sword. You got to be able to defend yourself. You do. But as you see, they go through people and be like, okay, he can't fight worth shit, so he's going to be a steward. This guy, he know how to build. He's going to be a builder. That's also that's a, that's that's another question. Like, Sam wasn't going to be a fighter. That's, gonna be a that's a question I got really, like, because I think, what, episode six? Yeah. They all graduate and, you know, they do the little vows and stuff. Yeah. What is, like, like, what is the graduation process here? Like, I don't see nobody leaving the night to watch. Oh, no, you can't. Here. Yeah, so it's like you got to do some and shit anyway. And that's the thing. Like, they go, they got to put you in a position anyway. Like, <laughs> damn, he just can't fight. So shit, he gonna be a steward of the master. <laughs> so you just say, ain't no reason to beat the nigga up. No, nah, it's, it's no way. Like, there's it, no need to. He's not gonna have to do that. Uh-huh. And Sam turned out to be a pretty decent. Oh, uh, warrior! He got more bodies than a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I ain't gonna say warrior. Right? I ain't gonna say warrior. <laughs> hey, he's killed. Uh, he's killed a white. Yeah, and then, and then, hey, when only people do that. Yeah, man. So, hey, I, I give him credit right there. But yeah, like you, you know, you can see John and him build a relationship, and he's um, and you can see the beginning of Thorn and John. Them two just don't like each other. Yeah, and Thorn just had no reason not to like. He John. just thought John was spoiled, and you know. Just was only there for glory. That's and, snow. And didn't want to, you know, it just, I don't know. It's one of them things you just feel like a dude is just spoiled and privileged. Nah, and I guess he's not so. taking it as serious, so. Um, and then we had, uh, oh, let's go over to, um, like I said, uh, across the narrow sea, man, to Daenerys. And, uh, you know, her and um, Drogo, they starting to kick it off. And um, like I said, he's supposed to take over the you know, Seven Kingdoms, but that's not kind of going. Um, Varys. Well, he don't and, want to, right? No, he don't want to. But Varys and Daenerys start the start the battle out a bit, and Daenerys starts. To get oh, the okay, yeah. So this yeah. is the scene where he's in the bath. I kind of like the scene. Okay. And the thing is, 
the on on the rewatch, I kind of like Viserys a little bit more, uh, and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm listening. His brother got killed. Yes. So he's pretty much heir to the throne. That just got taken over. Yeah. He's been sent away, and he is getting told probably since a young age. I think what he was six, seven. When when Rhaegar then got killed and he got yeah. shipped off, he been getting told since six seven. Okay, you're gonna you got you're gonna be the one to come back. He's the last dragon, quote unquote. Like you said, he is the last dragon. He is the last male Targaryen, and so he's the only one that can really like carry the lineage further. You know, uh, you know, we know John later, but for all he knows, he's the last one. He, he then has the whole Targaryen name on his back. So he might be a little weird, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he he was never a warrior. He never got raised to be a fighter and be strong. But he had he got so much pressure on him to take back Westeros. Especially with all the spies telling him, yeah, we're doing secret toast in Targaryen name. I can like I can I can just see where he's coming from. Like I can start on rewatch, I can definitely see where it's like Viserys wants to just he wants to be good, you know what I'm saying? He just wants to be king. He wants to come back and and show the Baratheons what's what. I, I hear what you're saying, man. But I hate Viserys. I hate the way he definitely treat Daenerys. And Daenerys invited him out to like the dinner and that brunch. He got mad because he sent a servant. Yeah. And, like, he don't send a servant, and he tried to hit her. And that's where you saw Daenerys' power. Yeah, she slapped him back. Dude. She slapped him back, and then not only that, uh, one of the Dracky riders pulled him down off his horse, oh, threw yeah, him on his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looked at Jorah. He's like, "Hey, man." You got you gonna kill them? Yeah, see, and that's when George started like you're not fucking with him and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, George kept it real. Yeah, princess, where we going next? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you, you, you got no word here, and he got his horse taken away from, him. and that's where you can just start seeing the end of the series. Like he has no, really has no power. No. Nobody respects him. Mm-mm. Um, he, he, like you said, they've been telling him lies about being this false, this king, but nobody wants you as a king. And that's the thing. He just he couldn't do it. Like he didn't have what it takes to really be king. But it's like. It's not his fault, you know what I'm saying? Like he kind of just a victim of circumstance. Like, yeah. like Daenerys was the only thing he had really to even get him yeah. further up. Like at least Daenerys, she can be princess stuff. He really just a Targaryen, not in Westeros, is really not shit for her. You just a regular guy. Yeah. And that's how the Darth Dracky feels. And Mormon kind of still told Daenerys like, "Hey, look, he ain't the one. <laughs> he ain't gonna lead lead you nowhere." Sir John also didn't think dragons was gonna come back. He just was a. He was just now that's a character. I don't. You, I, I never liked Sir Jorah. You you never liked Sir Jorah, but I can, I can understand like definitely he's resourceful and he's kind of like a historian. He didn't believe didn't nobody really believe the dragons was gonna come back mm-hmm. except for Daenerys, mm-hmm. as you knew they was. But he did give give her good advice right there, and he did hold her down most of the time that she was over there. So that's why I'm kind of like on the fence when I'm like he you know he alright, but yeah he kind of let her know like hey, look he ain't gonna be the one. Like if anybody, you gonna be the one. Yeah. So yeah. So that that kind of happened, and that was pretty much like I said. That episode ended with Tyrion getting uh getting captured. So that's pretty the much that episode. And said so, though, number five was the Wolf and the Lion. One of my favorite episodes. Yeah. So this is a real good episode uh, because you know word gets back. This the, is this the episode where Tyrion is. No, no, that's episode six where Tyrion first comes out. So yeah, this episode, how does episode start? So this episode starts off. Um, it starts off in the, in the they traveling to the Ville. And they get attacked. They get ambushed. Oh yeah, yeah. And and Ty when he ended up, uh, he saves Callan Starks from they get they get attacked by wildlings or yeah, because he tried to let them free. Like yeah, you know, if free. I die here, then what the fuck is the point? Yeah, and somebody's about to kill her, and he saves her, and she takes her, she's taking him to see her sister. Yeah, because he he thinks they're going back up north. Yeah, but it's like no, I'm taking why. But why did she take him to the Vale? I don't remember. 
Oh, she took him to the bill so he can get justice there because they they thought that he killed John Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. that's what she was like, you know. But when he got to the bill, she's like, it's just like, look, I told you, keep the lannisters away, stay away from them. Mm. They dangerous. And they put him in like this sky seal and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. And they, that's the thing. Like he never even got a chance. And that's that's more in episode six too. But he yeah. never even got a chance to really like plead his case. Like even with that episode, he's just like Catelyn. Like you still don't believe me? Like why would I kill somebody with my own blade? Like that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I just saved your, assassin. And I just saved your life. Yeah. It's so, like come on, I think about this. Think about. And then like when you when you see um Liana or uh, Liza, she's breastfeeding her son and he's like nine years old. Yeah. And it's just. Is really really weird, and so it was like a weird situation. And, and Tyrion kind of told her that, like, you haven't seen your sister yeah. in, a, in a while. <laughs> like, like she, she's not what you, uh, she's not what you think. So Eliza's the older one. Uh, Eliza was younger. Okay. Yeah, Eliza, Eliza was younger. She I'm, was I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a little lost right here. Then. What? Why didn't if if Catelyn's older? Catelyn's older. She, she got was, married to Ned. She got married to Brandon first, and then Ned. But then Ned. Well, how come Ned didn't get the veil and Winterfell? Did he give it to John Aaron? Well, the, John Aaron was still head of the veil. He was always head of the veil. Oh, okay. So he always been head of the house. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, cool. And like I said, uh, Catelyn, she river run and shit like that, so. Oh, okay, yeah, because she had Tully. She had Tully. Okay, yeah. ooh, all right, so now everything's starting to make sense. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was something that slipped by me. Yeah, so that kind of helped, and that was in the Ville. In the North, um, Theon kind of was uh, him and the, the one prostitute, Ross. Um, I guess she was about to about to leave and stuff like that. And she so was talking way. shit about him, about Tyrion. Yeah. And they're, then they're, for some reason, Theon has something with Tyrion. Like, he has some beef. And I feel like that was something that he was going to have build on yeah. later. But I guess when Theon got his ass beat, he kind of lost his ambition for that beef. Yeah, and then like you said, uh, Brand, like you said, he's up, he's riding the horse, and um, you know they tell him that you know, hey, the Thraki they ride the horse and they could be you know archers. Oh, uh, so like this that. one he's like telling everybody, talking about the sigils and all the house yeah, names, the house names. The Lannister never pays his debt, and he's like, no, that's not it. Yeah, and so um, like you said, and he misses his mother. He misses his mother. He definitely, definitely misses his mother and, and misses everybody. And then in King's Landing, you got um, you got uh, it starts off. Which I, I really do like this scene between Ned Stark and Barristan Stalemy. Yeah, they and talk. They going back and forth. They recapping like the war. He said he, he's so glad he never met him at the Trident. Yeah, that and, was the that was pretty dope. And then Ned, you know, and Barristan was like, "Oh man, you had a pretty good night yourself." And you know, you Barristan, no, he would have yeah, would have killed him. He told him like, you know, what, the Mad King, you know, that what he did in Japan was wrong. Ned kind of gets into it about the you know the Johnson match between the um, like I said between um, the night. Uh, John Aaron Squire and shit like that. Like, man, how did he get that type of armor? How did he get this type of gold? And, and he's like, well, you know, knights down here, they kind of get that, um, they kind of get that stuff. Um, Robert Baratheon is trying to joust and trying to battle. And Ned had to go convince him, like, man, you can't do that, man. Like, you're too fat. And he's like, what my armor? <laughs> he said, sir, yeah, uh, the breastplate won't fit. Your mother was a whore with a fat ass. Did you know that? Everybody <laughs> like, he is. Uh, he just came with the quotes, bro, through, through eight episodes. Rob Baratheon had all the, uh, the oh, one-liners. Man, yeah, he, he, he definitely did, man. But, yeah, yeah Ned did have to come in. It's like, come on, man, like. You're the king, like you know yeah, what I'm saying. You, you can't be out here. And, and then, he just was too. And then this one, I started noticing Robert was just a little too drunk all the time. All the time. He said, "Drink, <laughs> your king commands it." <laughs> he just was tripping. It's like, all right, now they're starting to call him like the drunk king and all that stuff. And then, um, and then Varys, he kind of told Ned, like, "Hey, listen, John Aaron got killed because he was asking too many questions." 
and that he got um that it was poison that killed him, and he was like poison, you know, and so he's kind of it's kind of shocking. They said maybe a squire might have did it, and then um like you said, Arya herself is still uh, like you said still training, still learning, and like you said she oh okay this episode she found out about them plotting. So, yeah. yeah, I remember. Okay, so this episode she found out about plotting. So one of my favorite scenes of season one is the small. And I love the small council. News breaks that the nearest is pregnant. Yeah, and Robert Who's Baratheon, like crazy. Like how the fuck they even know that 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 quick? That quick. It, it reaches King Landing. Robert, who never goes to small council meetings, is there. He had to be there. He had to be there. And he's like the whole. Because oh, yeah, because Ned was in the throne room, when he found that out, right? Yeah. And Renly was like, "What are you doing? You know, the king's being there. My brothers. He said, "My brothers there." Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they all go in there. And they all go in there, and he's like, "Look, the whore's pregnant. You know, I told you this will happen. We got to kill her. Ned is against it. You tell him, man, you're gonna dishonor yourself forever. Like, you, you know, you you can't do this. Robert, I knew didn't didn't tremble at the sight of unborn child. Child." And he's like, you know, I followed you in the battle a few times. I can't help you with this. And, okay. Yeah. Rob was right. This is probably one of the only times he was correct. And they both was right. They both was right. They both was right. But Rob was right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look. You know what I'm saying? She done went over there. She done got pregnant. She's going to have a child. And with Dothraki, they're going to come over here. And we can't wait till they're here on our shores. We got to be able to fight them. You, you got to be able to fight an army like that before they get to you. Yeah, definitely. You yeah. definitely got a plan for it. You got to block the blitz before it comes. Like, you see the blitz coming, you got to prepare for it. got to block. And like I said, he was right to think that Ned was at a point where he just wanted peace. He was tired of all the, the killing. Yeah. And he, he just wanted to end, man. Like, man, just leave him alone, man. Yeah, and that's the, that was where Rob was wrong. He just was too obsessed with Targaryens. Like, he yeah. just wanted them all gone. And I think, even on one side, I think Ned knowing that his... His uh, yeah, his uh, his nephew, his bastard son, his nephew yeah. is a Targaryen. I yeah. think him knowing that is kind of just like, come on, give it a rest. Yeah, you know, because you never know. Like the sleep, the secret can slip out of Ned any moment. You know what I'm saying? And, and Rob found out the secret. He tried to kill his son. It's like, all right, no, you know, Jon Snow. It's like, come on, man, Rob, you really gotta relax. On yeah, this you, you just you, you gotta leave it alone. Everybody else is trying to convince him to kill him. Ned's the only one. But Ned thought that the meeting was about his wife taking. Period. Yeah. And then this shit kind of hit him. He like, what the fuck? It's just, it's, there's a lot of shit going on at once. So Ned storms out of the yeah, room. Yeah, he, he leaves the hand, right? He's not Leave, the hand. Yeah, he leaves the, leaves the hand. Robbers called him a fool, uh, treason. He had his head. He said, you, come on, counsel. Someone counsel something into this fool. Oh, yeah, this honorable fool, man. And um, so look, Ned's at the point right now. Ned ready to go. So mm-hmm. Ned like, look, girls, pack out stuff. We going back home and shit like that. We leaving. Little figure. Comes up to Ned and like, man, before you leave, I want to take you to the last place that John Aaron was. He takes him to the last place that John Aaron was, and it's almost an ambush, man. After oh wait, so is this? That was last episode. He met Gendry. Yeah, he met Gendry last episode. Okay. I think we talked about that last time we did it. Or okay, we've been on. we've been jumping around. All right, cool. So yeah, so yeah, so he he goes uh like kind of like near the brothel and shit. And kind of see who um, who John Aaron was talking to, and he, like say he seen another bastard kid. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay. So he leaves, and outside is Jamie, Jamie Lannister. Lannister. So this is like, Lando, you. This is probably one of your favorite scenes. Oh, definitely. Because Jamie is a built up knight. He's been built up throughout the books and the in the TV show, just yeah. being this amazing knight. Even Tyrion, 
through his fight by combat, he's like, I, I need Jamie Lannister yeah. to come fight me. Everybody's like, oh, shit, like Jamie Lannister. Yeah. So it's like, and, and even later in season two, Rob didn't even want to fight him one-on-one for, no. the, for, the, for the war to be over, for no. the claim of the war. One-on-one, Rob Stark, Jamie Lannister. He's like, no, nah, no way. No. And Jamie and Ned square off. And they in his Ned gang, he had like three niggas with him. And Jamie got like three niggas with him, man. Jamie had a few more. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a few more. more. They was on horseback. And they threw they threw spears at <laughs> two of Ned dudes. Yeah. And Jamie just killed killed uh Euron, I think his name was. Just got him up out of there. And so now it was one on one. Yeah. Great knight, Ned. Versus Jamie Lannister, who's probably like the number one knight in the country at this time. Yeah, at this point, yeah. At this point. They battling, they squaring off. And we didn't get to see, like, the finishing of it. But Jamie probably would have won. He probably would have won. Yeah. But Ned could have dig deep. You know <laughs> And that's the thing. We don't know how deep Ned could have went okay. the trick bag. Listen, listen, listen. Okay. This is, and this is why. And, after, and I, I've watched a lot of episodes. Yeah. My favorite scene is the Sir Arthur Dane-Ned fight. It is. It told a lot. It told a lot. about. to me, I feel like that kind of, it, it put the show in a big perspective. Sometimes... Ned just give it all he got. He can't dig no deeper, man. Arthur Dane well, he was young. He, he was younger, kid. exactly. But now he was older. That was probably prime Ned. That was fresh out of wars. Well, no, I can't say that. No, that was prime because Ned. Ned was still Ned was still young. He was still he was still a teen, late teen during that time. That's what, that's down there your prime. Hey, Westeros. Westeros. Your prime is like well, like you said. I would still say even doing Westeros, <laughs> your prime had to be between twenty three. At twenty six, ah. I think when when the the when the Greyjoy Rebellion happened, that's when Ned was in his prime. Okay, but now Ned is not in his prime. He not. He outside his prime. He outside his prime. But, and Jamie still got a little. He in his prime. Jamie years. is in his prime. Yeah, Jamie's in his prime. But the thing is, with an old player, we even see him with D Wade every now and then. You just go in your bag, man, oh, and though you man. still got a trick. So, like you said, I think Jamie would have won, but I still don't know, man. But one of um one of the Lannister dudes, they stuck a knife. Or a long spear into uh, Ned Stark leg. Yeah, Jamie still could have killed him, but Jamie thought it wouldn't have been clean, so uh, Jamie left him there. Yeah, and told him he wants his brother back, and he dipped. And he dipped. Yeah, tell him he wants his brother back. Yeah, and then uh, that's how this episode ended, right? That's how this episode. And so, ended. and then we get into episode six, and that's when we see Tywin. That's when we see Tywin. That's when we see Tywin. He's talking to Jamie. He's like, "Look, man. One, he's like, you shouldn't have done it." That was stupid. Which I feel like this was a very powerful scene. Yeah. And Charles Dance, I think he is his name. Yeah, that's Charles Dance. Great actor. Great and actor. He just controlled that. Great scene. character. Great character. And one of my favorite characters. I was I was sad when he died. And a quick clue. He was killing a deer. Yeah. And that was, was kind of like skin in the hide of a stag. And you could just see that was the beginning of him getting rid of the stag yeah. on the throne, man. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was a powerful scene. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's um, I mean, like he told him, that was stupid. That was very stupid. That was stupid to even fight him, you know, in the middle of the street. And then it was dumb to not kill him. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do that, you might as well kill Because Tywin is pretty much war ready at this point. Yeah. He don't care. Always war ready. He always war ready. He never really liked the, the Starks like that anyway. So he kind of was just like, you know, if you're going to do it, do it. And, you know, now we got to go get a. Uh, now we got to go get Tyrion, pretty much. Yeah. And Jamie's kind of, he's like, what? You you know, you don't even like Tyrion like that. You're going to do all this with Tyrion? He's just. And this is like this was already a key component to Tywin's characters. He's talking about um, family, family, and legacy. That's the names, family name, which is kind of weird. Cause Tywin never remarried after after he lost his wife. He could have kept the family name going himself. He just didn't. He just didn't. didn't have no more kids neither. 
Didn't have no more kids, but he felt like he he had he had three kids. Um, that mm. they were gonna have grandchildren. But we know children. kids is like the most one of the most valuable things. Like, or at least like having an abundance of kids is like the most valuable thing. It is a it family is. can do. It is, which kind of confused me. I think in the books, the High High Garden, yeah, Tyrells, yeah, there's more of them. Like, Laura's got oh, more yeah, brothers, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, I only have a one a daughter and a son. Yeah, it's like that's not enough. Yeah, but like like you said, it's definitely with uh with Tyron, his plan was for his 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 three children to have multiple. Multiple kids. It kind of got derailed when Jamie became Kingsguard. And you can tell that Tywin is tired of all this night shit. He's tired of all this Kingsguard shit. Like, yeah. look, I'm ready for you to be a leader. Yeah. I'm ready for you to be a man. Not but Jamie just don't care. That's and, that's, and that's a problem. Tywin cares so much. It's almost like, um, almost like Lonzo Ball. Like, he really wants his son to really take it. He want to be that. But it's just his son don't really want him like that. Not really like Lonzo, but like, like the father who who's just over his son. He's so one more than the son. One more than the son. Dude. Yeah, he's one of them guys. But it's like he didn't. He, but at the same time, he didn't really instill nothing to Tyrion. Kinda, kind of no, like that was the son that kind of was yeah, you know good. And then Cersei, yeah. even I don't even like Cersei, but Cersei she wanted to learn more from Tywin. He just kind of treated her that, like. And she that's too. the thing: the two kids that wanted the most, he didn't give them the attention. But yeah. the one kid that he wanted it the most, mm. that's the one he wanted to do it. Yeah, so we get a nice little introduction to Tywin, dog, and uh, and like then you you find out that they're going to attack River Run, the Riverlands. Yeah, he gives he gives Jamie half his forces. He's like, you guys going to do this? I'm gonna take my other half, and we gonna march, and we gonna get this, we gonna get this started. This today, this is when our legacy is going. It's going to spread. Yeah, all right. Yeah, um, and it's kind of you know cool because like even later, we find out. You know, and that's like season four. We find this out, but like the Lannisters never have won a war officially. You know what I'm saying? So they don't have a house sword. Like when you win a war, you kind of get the 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 Valyrian steel sword of the house. You know what I'm saying? That's something that you know that you pass down. And they don't really have that tradition in their house to pass. They don't got the Castle Rock. They don't got the sword like ice for the. Well, they did kill the reins though. They ain't the same. Ain't the same. Ain't the same. They, they, shit. They just kind of ambushed them niggas. Ambushed and no them. And um, they said got a song made for them. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. But yeah, they, they didn't have a house sword. Um, like you said, Ned wakes up and he's fucked up. He got Robert and Cersei standing over him and shit. And Cersei is like going off. He attacked my brother from living in a brothel. Mm. Robert like hush woman. Yeah. And she's just going off like, I should wear the armor. You the dress. And he armor. slapped her in the face. And that yeah. was like a... That was tough. They said they had to stop slapping women in the face, like yeah. <laughs> after season like three. It's yeah, like people, just, yeah, definitely people, people was right. getting crazy about yeah. it. I mean, she he slapped her though. She got the mouthing off to him. Yeah, a little crazy, you know what I'm saying? Slapped, and, slapped and Robert that. in in this well in his only season, he had to deal with a lot of like Cersei Stark being caught in between. Yeah, that stuff, and yeah. it's like he kind of, you know, he got to be a king, so he kind of got to listen to his queen, but it's like. He really don't even like Cersei. No, he don't. Yeah, he don't. you know what I'm saying. But and he kind of got to take her side on. And stuff. they they shared that they shared that the last episode. We forgot that, and that's an important scene too between them two. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, when they laughing, they yeah, like, they didn't like each other. But they didn't like each other. Did you ever was there ever a moment? And he said no. Yeah. And he said, uh, "Liana." He was like, "Man, to be honest with you, man, I don't even remember how she looked." And that Liana? was the day. yeah. When uh, when Cersei, she was like, "I I tried not to bring her name up because you know." Just the mere thought about her, you know, kind of make her jealous. And he was like, to be honest with you, I, I forgot how she looked. Mm. <laughs> and it was just, you know, she said the wedding was the only thing. I mean, their marriage was the only thing that's keeping the, the the realm together. And he laughed at it and yeah. stuff like that. So. Like, because this shit terrible. <laughs> yeah. So they, they shared it. And it's also like, you know, at the same time, 
you know, going back in the history, Cersei was in love with uh with Rhaegar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's who she wanted to be married to yeah. and you know uh King Aerys didn't let that go down. No, no. She was no. like, fuck all that. And then um and then eventually, you know, she was in love with Jamie. Like, I mean, she, you know, all yeah. her kids is Jamie kids. So yeah. it's like, I do think she did like Robert at once, like she, like she said. But I think she was in the Sansa circle. Yeah, she liked kings. Yeah, she liked princes. She liked being able, you know, she liked the thought of being queen. Yeah, and like that's, you know, the marriage you got to get to to be that is just not. Sometimes it's not the same. Yeah. So, um, like you said, Ned wakes up and um, Ned's like, you know, hey, look, can I can I have you leave? And he's like, no, you can't, my leave. Put the damn hand of the king shit back on. You're going to run the kingdoms. <laughs> oh, I'm about to go on this hunt. Yeah, go on a hunt. If you take it off again, I'm giving it to Jamie Lannister. He pretty much told him, like, look, yeah, you and the Lannisters, y'all ending, y'all beef, whatever y'all got is over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ned is kind of like, I, I don't Rob know. Rob put too much king into being king. Yeah. He didn't put too much thought into it. He just thought his word was just strong enough to stop everything it's like nah King Robert don't work like that man. no no I don't but it was cool because we got to see Ned on the throne and I kind of I like those scenes yeah I Ned probably would have been a great king he would have and I think that's what Cersei was, oh no that was the that's this episode no that was the that's this episode yeah, this is episode that's this episode where this Cersei episode stayed. or the next episode yeah it's one of these two I mean we want to finish up the season because yeah, yeah, yeah. we only you know what I'm saying we're already 40 minutes in so it's like we might as well keep going yeah. but it's like uh uh, you know they say, well, that's Sir Gregor, right? That's the mountain. Yeah, Sir Gregor. He was fuck, he been fucking shit up in, uh, in the Riverlands. In the Riverlands, and we saw we see Sir Beric and Thoros. Yeah. We see them, you know, Sir like Beric that. before he died. He looked before like for his six deaths, he looked like a normal. And that was guy. also a different character too. Yeah, it was yeah. completely different guy. Completely different. Not guy. A, not the same human. And that's one of my favorite parts, man. I strip him with lands, titles. <laughs> <laughs> He's the enemy of the throne and uh, traitor to the realm, man. And it's crazy because like. The, the figure edged them on. Yeah, the, the common person that went up there didn't even know Ned wasn't the king. And that's kind of just show you how much these the people down on the ground don't give a fuck. Yeah, don't don't care. And that and that's crazy because you think about even in America, like hundreds of years ago, people didn't know how the president shit looked like. It's just that, that's, that's you just saw somebody sitting on the throne and it was like, okay, I gotta listen to you. Yeah, you're the king. <laughs> that is funny. That's a good that's a good clue. Yeah, you're like no my lord. I mean, no my grace. Like that's the hand. Yeah, know? exactly. It's like how the fuck am I supposed to know? So, and yeah, that was that was uh, that was Ned's kind of like his thing of getting vengeance and trying to get justice. And um, there like, some good guys he sent out there, man. He did, but he sent them. He, he sent them their dude. Dummy, dummy mission, man. You would think like five, six. Well, he sent a bunch of dudes to go fight a hundred though against an army of a thousands, yeah. and you about to tell them, hey, come to King's Landing, so you you gotta go answer for your crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out! Yeah. You see, Brian, give me ten good men. I impregnate the bitch, and that's different when you're going against the mountain and the <laughs> army of motherfuckers. Like, no, you can't, you can't do that, man. But. Ned had to do something because dude yeah. was right in front of me like look they've been killing everybody bro so, yeah, they and he kind of felt responsible like shit it's my wife and shit hurt people so yeah we, we gotta go down there and uh, take advantage of that um, in the north we got uh, Bran like you say he was riding in the woods and he got taken by the wildlings he got taken by the wildlings Osha we first meet Osha Osha and Rob Stark and Theon get him back they take Osha as a uh, yeah, so like this, and this scene was kind of cool because like you know Rob as soon as he sees it he draws his sword and he's ready to fight him and then the one of them grabs uh grabs Bran and Theon just shoots him with the arrow yeah and Rob's like what the fuck bro like you didn't even wait to see if how he had Brandon you could have shot you could have pierced through Brandon you didn't you wouldn't be paying attention no. and like Theon's kind of like you know 
as a Greyjoy, when you get your first kill, that's when you really become a man. It's like, bro, like, you got to think before you do, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just got to think before you do, man. And um, and then it was kind of, this is probably the only good thing. He was war ready then. Rob wasn't. You can see he was still a little timid. Didn't, still didn't want to just, like, go right into it, barge right down there and fight. Yeah. But it was it's starting to get to that level. It, it, it's starting to heat up a bit. Um, like you said, in the eerie, Tyrion goes up there, confesses crimes. He started confessing crimes he did as a kid. Yeah, that, like, that nah, was funny. You ain't no trial for that, man. <laughs> and so he said he wanted to trial by combat. Jamie Lannister, you call it Jamie. out. And, uh, you know, that's when Liza said, no, we need it today. 